0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life, wherever you are today and however you are listening they Call me Mr. You, the podcast. We thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Download, subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast. Like share and please subscribe go change the world thank you so much again for joining us we're hearing a lot of great things from you guys about the episodes especially the live ones on monday morning at 9 a.m est we do have some recordings and episodes that are done throughout the course of the week but we thank you again for supporting the live show on monday morning at 9 a.m and we just thank you for supporting our show on all of our social media platforms we really do appreciate it. There's becoming Well I'm not sure this is a new thing To be honest with you We have a lot of presidents And a lot of history To let us see It's not really a new thing But There's a theme of violence waking throughout our country Right now Normally I would think That that's just Because of football season Because that's normally Where we see a lot of it Uh, But it's far beyond that now I believe Uh, An act of aggression Can turn Into a barroom brawl Or even a seaside brawl As we can see nowadays Makes me wonder, you know There seems to be a theme of Violence And for those that are all about Peace and love And and no strife I just would like to Have balance when we're talking About this Because Jesus had a quote that he Shared with people that To be real with you You'll never hear it preached from a pulpit I'm not quite sure why that is but you don't want to hear that from a pulpit. But I'm going to go ahead and enlighten you. I'm not trying to be the preacher today or the teacher. I'm just going to just offer a little bit of uh, enlightenment today. So check out Matthew chapter 10. It's going to be verse 34 to 35. I want you to hear this very carefully. These are the words of Jesus. It's in all red. Okay. It says, "Think not that I am come to send peace on earth." Now that killed the whole. Christmas tradition that we have sometimes With the little song that we sing on Christmas time Okay, He said think not that I am Come to send peace on earth I came not to send peace But a sword For I am come to set a man at variance Against his father and the daughter Against her mother and the daughter-in-law Against her mother-in-law Goes on to say that And a man's foes shall be they of his own Household I'm going to keep reading Verse 37 He that loves father over mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. I'm going to keep reading, 38 and 39. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that finds his life shall lose it. He that loses his life for my sake shall find it. I'm going to stop right there. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34 through 39. Why did I read that? I read it because... Even though we have a theme of violence that rages through our country right now. And it's not really, there's little lulls, or little compartments of si- silence and quiet. But for the most part, we deal with this all the time. Particularly in our country. I don't know, know other countries maybe have a similar issue or even worse perhaps. But we deal with this all the time. There's always a theme of violence. And I read Matthew chapter 10 I want you to catch something there. Jesus said, think not that I've come to bring peace, but a sword. He's bringing variance in households. Why would Jesus want to bring variance into a household and bring conflict? I care about reading for a reason so you can see the part about carrying your cross and following him. He's bringing a dividing line between our own traditions, our own ways of doing things, and the kingdom way of doing things, what God actually wants. A lot of times, in most cases, those things don't coincide. We try to make it that, especially around Christmas time, but it doesn't coincide. Those things are not the same things. The plan that we have and is a plan that God has. And they usually don't connect unless we're just humble enough to allow him to be who he is. And we yield ourselves to, to his plan and to his purpose for us. But what makes a man violent? I, mean, I just read Matthew ten because I want you to see that Jesus is not the flowery picture that you put him out to be. I mean, there's a passage of scripture in the Gospels where he, you know, made a whip and ran people out of the temple forcibly because they were in the, in the temple, defaming it, defaming it, and defacing it by selling and bartering in in the house of God or in the temple of God where prayer. And worship was taking place. So he was not a meek man in that regard that he let everybody walk all over him because of love. Jesus knew how to get down when the time came. We saw that there and we saw it in the, the pastor just read to you just now. He's bringing a sword to the situation. That's a violent act. When you pull your sword, same as if you pull your gun, if you're a, a constitutional carry member, you pull your gun out you expected to use it now. You pull your sword out. You're saying it's time for war. You're not showing everybody your sword for, for a show. Jesus' sword has been pulled out. He's ready. We got to be ready too. But what makes a man violent in the first place? Maybe feelings of loneliness, being abandoned, mistreated over a long stretch of time. Maybe it's physical abuse. Maybe it's mental or emotional distress. Maybe it's not feeling as though you're walking in your purpose. What makes a man violent? Is violence a problem? Or is it how violence is being used? I want to stress that because there's so many times in our culture, in society around us, we're moving with these labels and these ideas that we hear throughout the course of media. And we think that that's the way things really are. That's the way maybe God I think that's what he approves of. That's how people, the human beings, should be. Is violence the problem or is how violence directed the problem? If you're in the sports realm, like now with football season starting, there's a lot of uh, fights on field and practices and stuff. That's not a good thing. It's become a happenstance, but it's not a good thing because the violence is being misdirected. What most football fans want is the violence to be directed to the other team. They want the quarterback to get sacked and fumble the ball, so they can get a a recovery and get the ball back. They want violence in the right way when somebody's running down the field, and the DB hits the running back. That's what that's the kind of violence that football fans actually want. So, what's the problem? Is the violence a problem, or is it how it's directed? Matthew 11, 12 talks about violence all the time. It says, you no. Know, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. Without getting too deep into that, we got to fight for what matters. That's what it boils down to. We got to fight for what matters. We did a show, I think in our second season, about violence in sports, the off the field variety and the peer pressure that comes with that. Violence may not be the problem as much as violence misdirected is Because sometimes in life we have to be violent We have to fight for what matters and forcefully take what belongs to us We are in a world where we are being taken from in a lot of ways We are fighting for rights and benefits and privileges And people are taking those because they have power Because they wield authority. Sometimes we have to fight for what belongs to us. We have to fight for what's ours. I'm not talking about picket signs and reparations. I'm talking about in life in general, especially when it comes to spiritual things. It's just easy to flip that switch and become our alter ego. The athlete that never was, the guy too small to play quarterback, too heavy to play safety, too slow to be a shortstop, too deficient at shooting or dribbling to be an NBA guard. So this this person Who's underachieving and not living out the dreams in their heads evolves into this monster who's angry at the world, chip on the shoulder. Even hating God because he didn't give him the talent to be a multi million dollar athlete and hating anybody else because he can only excel at putting cover sheets on his TPS reports in his cubicle and living a mundane life or average lifestyle. His mother didn't tell him he was smart. His father didn't think much of him that he would be a success in life. So he turns his rage to the outside world and unleashes violence. That's just one scenario of many. What's the problem? Is it the violence of any shape or form or is is the violence where it's being directed and why the violence is there? I reference sports because it's universal. Violence in that realm is rampant in the UK. And growing just as much here in the States. The challenging part is that we don't care to fight for the things that matter. That's what the part that I'm, I'm struggling to understand while we're there. The causes that really make a difference. We don't seem to fight for those. It's amazing how we choose to use our energies. Are you as violent and determined. When innocent children are being harmed. Are you as determined to get justice when innocents are snatched off the streets and trafficked to parts unknown? Are you that violent then? You get on social media and you attack people, launch assaults at people, threaten people's lives, or you do it in a football stadium or in some other other realm of sports. Are you willing to pull out your sword and fight When innocents are being force-fed agendas and sexualization in schools under the guise of required reading? Are you willing to fight and be violent then? How about when you can't even see the problem, but you know that you're being attacked, you're being assaulted? Something is coming against your house and you don't even understand what it is and why it's happening. Are you violent enough to go into your prayer closet and fight? Unseen forces? Just a few examples, but there's so, so many more. What are you willing to fight for that no matter what the cost is, you're willing to fight for it? Will it really come down to something happening to your children for you to get angry and violent enough to defend the rights of the innocent? Does it have to come up in your neighborhood first before you rally up? Or does it have to reach your household before it becomes a priority one issue? Nothing wrong with having a fire inside of you let it burn, baby. But it's better it's used wisely so you're not the one that's being consumed. Wherever you are today and how you're hearing, they call me Mr. You, the podcast. We thank you again for joining us, supporting our show, like, sharing, and subscribing us with us. We thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We your weekly mirrorship before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Enjoy the music. Coach out.